0: Mm, hello welcome to dive in deep i'm your host jessica birch and this is a platform where i will be sharing with you how to reconnect with the deepest parts of your being and truth through meditation spiritual wisdom healing tools and it is my intention to help you heal from past trauma bring you back to your heart center and remember your authentic self Each episode is designed by what is arising in the collective consciousness through the lens of astrology and energy and spirituality. This is wisdom and self-connection that is something that every living being deserves to have. Welcome back to your soul. Hmm... This is episode 3 of the Cosmic Inner Child series and today, hmm, today we have the Scorpio inner child and befriending your shadow. I just want to take a moment as I get started, as I'm tuning in and the downloads start pouring through to say that even i had a really hard time showing up i have been in my shadows (laughs) working through my own darkness and when you're in that place it can be really really challenging to shift out of and and separate from we're often very attached to these shadows and this darkness to serve to show up and share and serve so if you are experiencing something similar at this point or another you are not alone it is so human so okay but we are going to be taking a deeper look into this into the shadow into our darkness So i wanted to just start by really briefly talking about some scorpio archetypes and scorpios have a really bad reputation right they probably have the worst reputation aside maybe from leos of all of the zodiac signs and they're so strongly associated with the shadow with the darkness But every single zodiac sign, everything, literally everything that we can perceive as humans, whether it's through the language of astrology or science or whatever, has its positive and negative, is sort of rooted in duality, right? Because it's the mind's way of connecting it all and the mind works in duality. So, whatever um, preconceived beliefs you have about Scorpio, just let yourself be in check here and have an open mind. And I'm saying this first and foremost because we are diving into the shadow sides, right? We are diving into the darkness, we are diving into the negative qualities. But there's so much more than just negativity here. Scorpio archetype is very loyal, very truthful, very honest, very deep, very loving, very sexual, very vulnerable, very intimate. And it is often that intimacy that we crave. That we need, actually, as human beings in order to survive and thrive. But it is also the thing that we fear, that we shame, because we feel so vulnerable in this raw, open, loving, deep, connected, sensual, sexual place. they're very emotional this sign is very deep very very loving to the right person very loyal to the right person right and that bond that strength that intensity is what creates space for deep transformative love and sex So before I get too far off on all things (laughs) love and sexual, pulling it back in to the point of this podcast today, which is this inner child, right? And this cosmic inner child series. So for the sake of this episode, let's dive into the shadow archetypes of the Scorpio zodiac sign. This is one of the most, if not the most, dark sign because of its depth, because of its emotional depth. And with this depth comes intensity, comes raw harsh truth sometimes harsh projections and perceptions and beliefs it's the rawness and the realness that we shy away from it is very deeply connected to the greatest baseline fear and the vulnerability that that brings to our very human selves. And that is death. Scorpio is very, very interwoven with death and the experience of death and the transformation that comes with the birth-life-death cycle. Scorpio archetype is the archetype of transformation. In older astrology, and sometimes still today, they say it's ruled by the planet Pluto. However... (laughs) You want to designate this floating rock, okay? Pluto is the archetype of transformation. And there cannot be transformation, change of any sort, without the dark contrast to the positivity and the light that's coming through. Okay, so let's switch gears for a moment and let's define the shadow. I think there's a lot of confusion, especially in like new age spirituality, right? Where people think that the ego is the shadow. Now don't get me wrong, there are parts of the ego that are definitely definitely part of the shadow because the ego is rooted in duality right we are beyond the ego but we do need the ego to carry out our life's services and and gifts and all of that to the world but if the shadow is not just simply the ego but yet the ego is part of the shadow what is the shadow i've been sitting with this for (laughs) literally weeks now trying to create this nice clean concise perfect definition (laughs) of the shadow hint this is part of one of my shadows And it's just not coming through. And I think that's because the shadow is consumed of so many things. Essentially, the shadow is your darkness. It is your rejection of whatever it is that you reject. The emotions that you reject, the love that you reject, the people that you reject, the life situations that you reject all start to accumulate and create your shadow. The shadow is of judgment that keeps us separated, that keeps you separated keeps you as your own individual in a negative way right this is where the ego starts to come into play but the shadow can be the aspects of your personality and nature that you're not conscious of the shadow you could say is rooted in the subconscious mind It's the things that maybe on some degree we are aware of, or some of us are very aware of it, but we can't quite control it. Right? This is where the Scorpio comes into play, where they value truthfulness, and they have the ability to be so honest and true But how does it usually come out, right? It comes out very harsh, very intense, not sugar-coated at all. And not that there's anything wrong with that, especially in modern-day spirituality, right? We're trying to cut the sugar-coating. We're trying to get really honest right down to the root. It's that really harsh boundary or that very harsh no Or that very harsh perception. But in the deliverance of that truth. Right? Because we have the Scorpio now with the Libra aspect of relationships. So a lot of this has to do with your relationship. Yourself with spirit, lover, whatever. It comes out mean. Right? It comes out with all of these... Sort of negative, judgmental, shady, maybe unconscious intentions. And that is rooted in our trauma, which is where we're going to start to really dive deep (laughs) into. This aspect of our inner child so I want you to think to a point in your life and you've probably like myself and like probably everybody else on this planet to a time where you said the thing that you knew you shouldn't have said or you shouldn't have said it in such a way and you're like, fuck, I did it again. (laughs) Right? You get into an argument with your lover, let's say. And this has happened before. It's a pattern. And you're just trying to maybe share your truth, but it comes out in the same old, shitty, shady, shadowy way. Right, comes out with judgment, with blame, with some degree of malicious intent. So, this negativity, this maybe maliciousness, for lack of a better word. Where does this come from? Where does this anger or judgment or harshness come from? Well, in the very, very bird's eye view grand scheme of things, it comes down to the relationship with death. But to take it a step inward or or back to our humanness. Oftentimes, for the sake of this podcast, this is where I'm taking it. We can go in so many different directions from here. It comes back to childhood or comes back to past lives. but let's take a look at childhood and let's take a look at the way you learned to cope the way you learned to survive as children we come up with all of these incredibly smart ways to get what we need To get love, to get shelter, right? To be taken care of by our family, by our parents. And these survival tactics are usually learned by watching what the people closest to us do because they're still in survival mode, right? If you're listening to this, it's very likely that even if you grew up in an alright home, your parents because, or grandparents or whatever, because they didn't have the tools, right? All of this is coming out now. It's exploding in the collective consciousness now. Thank fucking God. <laughs> okay, but our parents didn't have this. Our parents didn't have this wisdom. They didn't have this guidance. Let's just take a moment for some compassion in our healing process. And they were still stuck in all of their shady-ass ways of dealing with life. So as children, we adopt these same shady-ass ways of dealing with life right? That's manipulation, that's people-pleasing, that's perfectionism. And don't get me wrong, there's a positive side to all of these labels I just threw out there, right? Perfectionism can make you really fucking good at something. But there's a line. Okay, I'm swearing a lot. (laughs) Scorpio's coming in. (laughs) That harshness is coming in. Okay, but what happens when we survive childhood and we get through it and then we move into our adult lives and we're still operating which has now become unconscious and is now becoming conscious again we're still operating from these old survival ways especially I want to note when it comes to emotions here because Scorpio is very very emotional maybe this is where I need to insert are you somebody who tries to manage the emotions of others control what you cannot control okay but what happens when we're still operating from this standpoint? When we're trying to align with the light, when we're trying to align with the love, when we're trying to align with oneness and our soul's mission of service in this lifetime and our gifts and healthy relationships and deeper intimacy. Our shadow needs to be cleaned up because those things are only going to get so close they're only going to shift into place so much but not quite if we're still operating from this shadowy place if we are still clouded in our perceptions our perceptions if we are still guided completely by our emotions our negative emotions now don't get me wrong negative emotions and all emotions are very indicative of your perceptions right your emotions are like a compass to show you the way in which you're perceiving the world, or perceiving a person, or your life. And with this perception comes judgment, right? Comes maybe then rejection, a lack of acceptance, maybe a lack of understanding and compassion. And we shift back into our shadows. In order to accommodate for those misperceptions, beliefs, patterns, all the things. So intention is really important here. Your intentions are super super important and i was actually having a conversation with a client a week ago where she was asking about boundaries right and let's say for the sake of today that asserting a really strong no is scorpionic in some way right especially when that no because of all of our other survival tactic tendencies like people pleasing gets pushed and pushed and pushed right our no gets pushed and pushed until it has to come out in a harsh tone and intent and if this people pleasing is something that you struggle with please go back to last month's Libra inner child episode start from there and then join us here so what I was saying is that it is possible to have a hard strong boundary to have a hard strong no and deliver it from a place of kindness compassion and understanding instead of anger and shadows and old behaviors right i think your shadow is like all of the garbage that you haven't gotten rid of yet (laughs) it's all the garbage in your personality in your mind in your ways in your habits that you haven't quite been able to release yet right so it's creating this mass and when you know light is is brought to it it creates this shadow okay it creates this weight so what if we are able to process our feelings our thoughts our boundaries process our life as it comes to us from a place that is not rooted and controlled by the shadow. This requires a high level of consciousness. This requires you to do the work to meditate to befriend and be honest about what makes up your shadow and oftentimes with this archetype it will come up in your relationships it will come up in your emotions It'll come up and out through your emotions. It'll come in through your perce- perceptions and almost like a lack of, of receptivity for what is. Right, This is sort of where control comes into play and can really take us out of our light if we are trying to control things that are beyond that which we have ability to control so let's take a look at befriending the shadow because in order to transcend it we have to befriend it we have to get to know it We have to offer it the light that it needs in order to dissolve. So get really, really honest with yourself here. Bring in that Scorpio harsh truths. Right? This might bring you some shame. You might be like, holy fuck, I'm an asshole. (laughs) Right? Right? really really truthful with yourself for a minute about your shady shit about your anger about your fears about your deeper maybe less conscious intentions for why you do things why you say things or the way in which it comes out Oftentimes, there is a shadow of manipulation, a shadow of trying to get something, trying to fill a void, trying to bring light to the shadow. So maybe you need to pause for a moment. Maybe you need to journal. I want you to take the next few moments to reflect upon what makes up your shadow, Are you judgmental? Do you try to control things that aren't for you to control? Do you have emotions stuffed inside of you that need to be processed in healthy ways? Maybe you need to come talk to me about healthy ways to release and process your anger or your fear. And most importantly, in your shadow, what is your relationship with death? What are your fears around death? And how do you prevent that death in ways that don't align with you anymore? how do you make up for your human needs in ways that do not align in learned behavior that is dark and and shady and learned and not yours? Oftentimes, what makes up our shadows are the voices and the beliefs and the patterns and the habits of others especially our parents that's not even actually theirs right they got it from someone and so on and so forth oftentimes our shadows are ancestral and as light workers and as awakened beings it is our duty and our karma even to bring light and dissolve these shadows and these ways that just aren't serving us anymore right so one other thing that i want to say here is as more conscious beings right as a conscious being as an awakened being as a light worker we go into the shadow We bring light into the shadow. And that light is love in all of its forms. And that light and that love and that awareness is how we dissolve the darkness, how we dispel the darkness. And to cultivate a relationship with the shadow is how we bring awareness into it how we offer it love and light so if you haven't already pause, take a moment to reflect and we're going to get into a little bit of a more practical practice for befriending the shadow to bring parts of it to light, to step up and align with what we want to align with, what we want to embody. Now I have (laughs) so much more to say about the shadow, and darkness and death and the void and the unknown and our relationship with that and the fears of that that make up the shadow and if that is something that you want to take a deeper look at with yourself you can contact me whichever way Instagram, Facebook, all the things. But like I've said, for the sake of today, for this Cosmic Inner Child series, and I do see a podcast on death and the void coming through because this is a really large part of my own personal experience but for today we're going to take a look at befriending this part of ourself and, and working with the inner child so go ahead and put down your things make sure you're in a safe space where you can sit or lay down or be in a comfortable cozy position and you can close your eyes begin to take slow deep breaths that feel really good and satisfying in your body allow all parts of yourself to arrive to drop in, to be present and allow a sense of stillness to wash over you and from this place of presence and stillness begin to call forth call in your inner child take a couple of deep breaths to create space in your heart for your inner child to come through to take up space in this process to be held in this process and we're gonna start this process from the outside inward And you'll see what I mean in just a moment. Now first of all, take the position of the mystical parent. Your inner mother archetype, your inner father archetype. Whatever comes through, maybe there's one that you're working with at this time that's prominent in your current growth cycle. Allow that version of you to come through as a key part or characteristic of the observer throughout this work. And taking that position, almost looking at this inner child from a distance, see everything that surrounds them, like all of the energy, the emotion, the people, the situations, the scenarios... looking at them from a cosmic view. And then from there, see if you can start to zoom in to more of a bird's eye view. So a little bit more perceptive of the humanness of all of it notice what's starting to come up for you where you are what's going on around you how you are perceiving your environment how you're feeling and experiencing your environment what's going on in your inner world but still relatively detached in a sense maybe here you can just take a moment to Find compassion and understanding for yourself, for that inner child, (laughs) for the beings in its environment. As you still hold this higher perspective. From here see if you can zoom in a little bit closer almost like this motherly or fatherly angel figure or like a fly on the wall but with consciousness (laughs) getting a closer look to not only what this inner child is experiencing, but also how it's acting, how it's relating. See your inner child's perceptions. And how those perceptions create a certain kind of not only feeling but action in your environment. And specifically looking to what's driving that action, what is driving. That behavior, that pattern. If you're having trouble and you need to take a moment to look into where that pattern is coming from, it's very likely right there present in your environment. But staying inward and staying very personal with this. whether it's something you learned or experienced or whatever except that it's there that it has been taken on in some way as part of your own being what fear drives this behavior what fear creates this shadow just take a few moments to observe that zooming in closer feeling a little bit more deeply the rawness of that fear or emotion that's coming through for you right now still finding grounding in this mystical parent self if it feels safe for you allow yourself to feel the fear of your inner child and now this is where you get to do some work, some inner parenting and I want you to imagine that you can be right there present like the angel over the shoulder like the parents the loving nurturing parent in the room with this inner child that is afraid afraid of what and how that comes out is going to be different for everyone though we can all relate What does the inner child need in order to release the fear, ultimately release the fear of death? Though you will likely get stopped with something beforehand, something very human, something experienced, something believed, something real, As long as it feels safe, let that anchor in. Like a loving parent, hold space for whatever is coming through for you. Take a good moment. To offer yourself the love that you need. And then let's take it a step further. And let's take a step into the shadow. imagine you can look through the eyes of your inner child and you might actually be able to do this very very clearly so please remember to only dive as deeply as you are able to manage at this time imagine you can look at the world through your inner child's eyes at the shadowy behavior and way of relating way of surviving you are picking up on and try to see this and just acknowledge if any like judgment or resentment or starts to come up for the beings in this past environment and see if you could notice what you're picking up on what you're adopting to your own way of being and perceiving and acting and loving but also what you're afraid of maybe this comes in to your sense of trust your sense of spirit also a very deeply connected archetype for Scorpio maybe see how you still believe these fears or these stories or still feel like you're in survival mode and here you need to be radically Scorpionically honest with yourself be vulnerable (laughs) with your shadow be real with your fears your perceptions your judgments what you've learned and taken on This may also be the space to deal with some shame Right? Around these things And this, my love, is your opportunity To offer these parts of yourself The nurturing love Offer yourself the compassion, the understanding, without projecting blame elsewhere. Offer yourself the words of affirmation. Offer yourself the time with your presence and awareness. Befriend this part of yourself from a more mature part of your personality and being this mystical parent what do you need to feel safe to reconnect with spirit or God and to trust in that source and let this love this trust be the light that dissolves your shadow let it show you a new way a new perception a new love and a new depth start to bring yourself back move your body open your eyes now my love I'm really just leaving you at the very beginning there is so so much work that can be done here and all in due time if you are looking to dive deeper into your shadows and and the aspects of yourself that just don't feel like they're aligning anymore and receiving one-on-one clients we can dive deep in that way and regardless of where this journey takes you no matter how many times you act from a place of fear always always come back to compassion understanding and trust